This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time for Wendy Christin, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Wendy, good morning. Good morning, Brad. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Yourself? Good, thank you. Okay, we're continuing our conversation around oils. And I remember we got a question last week, particularly around canola oil. So I know we're going to be tackling that uh, this morning. Uh, for those that uh, didn't join us, um, we're talking about oils and we're saying some are good for cooking and some are not good for cooking and some of the reasons why. I'm not sure if you can just uh, run through a little bit of a recap for us as we get ready to chat more about uh, oils this morning. Sure. Um, so with your oils, there, there are two factors. So the heating is an aspect um, because the heating reduces the stability of the cooking oil. Um, and various um, oils have different smoke points, which means that's the point at which they start to break down. Um, and so we want to make sure that we're not overheating oils, <clears throat> excuse me, because that's when they become um, damaging for our health. They start mm. to release free radicals and they oxidize. Um, and that is very problematic for our health. And then secondly, how much an oil is refined. Um, will determine how healthy it is. So the more refined the oil, the worse it is for our health. It usually has a higher um, uh, smoke point when it's more refined, but then it also has much less health benefits. Yeah. We touched on olive oil as a good one for uh, baking and uh, for anything to do with low-temperature cooking, avocado oil for uh, with a higher smoke point. We touched on sesame oil. And uh, then we kind of, I think we just brushed on, on peanut oil as having also a very high smoke point, Wendy, uh, and one of those good oils with high levels of monounsaturated fats. But now we come to this guy uh, that we use liberally in our home, but gets a little bit of stick because people say, but um, isn't it a plant source? Is, isn't it an unhealthy fat? And that's coconut oil. Yes. So there is a lot of controversy around coconut oil. It is technically a saturated fat because it's solid at room temperature, depending on the time of year. Mm -hmm. um, and it has a high smoke point, so it is good for cooking. Um, and you can cook it sort of medium to high heat cooking. But as I said, <clears throat> it is primarily a saturated fat. But then not all saturated fats are bad. Being a plant-based saturated fat, it's certainly not as um, you know bad for you as your animal fats. Um, and so say something, for example, like the, the fat that you get on a meat, on meat, mm -hmm. that is um, saturated fat. And that's really unhealthy fat to be. But coconut oil, certainly in my opinion, is not um, an unhealthy fat to be using. Um, and it can be, you, it's so versatile. It can be used in so many different ways as well. Yeah. And good luck to you trying to get some out of the jar in the middle of winter. You need a pickaxe to, <laughs> to get it loose. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely solid at room temperature, no doubt about it. And you know when summer's coming, when it flows a little easier inside the container. And then the one I think that's possibly being used the most are vegetable oils. Um, and there are many of them, canola oil, sunflower oil. One of our listeners asked last week around canola oil. And I'm guessing this is the one that they use if you were to go out to a restaurant or take out and something that needs to be fried will most likely be in a vegetable oil. Yes, that is um, typically what would be used when you when you go when you're eating out because it's one of the cheaper oils to use and as I said it has a higher um, smoke point so they can cook um, higher you know you can deep fry things you can have your chips done in those type of things your your, your takeaway fish and those kind of things all get will get um, deep fried in those kind of oils. Mm -hmm. 
um, but they are very highly processed. Um, and so that's where the problem comes in. But we're seeing so many of them, palm, sunflower, corn, canola, so- soybean, and I don't even think that's the extensive list. So are they blending them together? Um, I know we can get a sunflower oil and a canola oil separately, but are others blended? Particularly the cheaper oils seem to have blends. Yes. So that's something to look out for on your labels. I see even with olive oil, it's start, they're starting to blend that. Um, so you can buy cheaper versions of olive oil and that's blended then with a variety of vegetable oils. So they are um, all those, um, those different sources that you mentioned. And as you said, probably a little bit more. Um, and they, they, they um, label them as a vegetable oil or a vegetable oil. So it's under this umbrella of vegetable oil, but then they can change the ratios as and how they want to. Um, and that's purely down to the labeling, um, the labeling laws. So, the laws. so they can substitute whichever um, oils they want. And as long as there is sort of a little bit of, say, your sunflower in there, they, they can change up the ratios. Um, and so these these oils can become rancid more easily. Um, they're not good for um, you know being used over and over again, which is commonly what people do with these type of oils. Um, and they lose their stability as well, um, especially when they're heated over and over again. Let's look at canola oil, Wendy. This one is often marketed as a healthier alternative, but what's really happening inside that jar? Yeah, so again, the canola oil that we are um, able to buy freely is, again, very highly processed. And so your any of your cold-pressed type oils are good for use. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case with the canola oil that we're buying. And so we're buying a highly processed canola oil, which, again, carries the same risks and is not as good for our, um, our health because it's lost all its health benefits the minute it's gone through that processing. Can one buy cold-pressed canola oil? I can't say I've ever seen it. Maybe I haven't looked for it. I've not ever seen it, no. Um, I think the only canola oil that's available to us is the processed form. Okay, then I guess the most popular one is sunflower oil. Yes. So sunflower oil has got high levels of vitamin E, So and but it is also high in omega-6 oils. Now, um, we, we've spoken about revisiting the oil conversation, and we mm. will perhaps do that as well. But your omega-6 oils can be pro-inflammatory. So that means they create inflammation. And our diets are very high in omega-6 already. So when we're adding additional omega-6s in the form of oils, we're just making that ratio between omega-3 oils and omega-6 oils much bigger. Um, and so that can cause more inflammation. So joint pain, for example, um, diabetes and all of those things are inflammatory conditions. But um, we want to reduce the amount that we're exposed to of the omega-6s. Um, and so from a, from a cooking perspective, it does have a high smoke point. So it can be used for high heat cooking. But again, we just want to watch the ratios of of, of of healthy fatty, now this is fatty acids, and yes. um, there's a difference between fats and fatty acids. Um, so your omega-3 and your omega-6, we're talking specifically here. So what do we do? I mean, often one's budget is a huge factor um, in which oil you choose, uh, vegetable oils being considerably more affordable than um, the ones we've spoken about, the coconut oils, peanut, sesame, and olive oils. So if somebody says, but, you know, I'll just use it in moderation or I'll use it less often. I mean, how how do we really get around this budget versus health versus I'll just use less of it? I mean, how do we work that out in terms of its effect on our body long term? Mm. Well, 
I think, you know, if we can cook without oil, all the better for us um, and save the oils for, you know, if you want to have a salad dressing or something like that. If you absolutely have to cook with oil, make sure that you're not using your oils over and over again. Mm. Um, and, and and you choose the best one that you can afford. Um, there, there's so many options that we don't have to deep fry our food anymore. We can air fry, we can dry fry, we can, you know, there's mm. so many different ways to be able to still eat in a healthy way without actually using these oils. And so if we if we do absolutely have to use them, then I would think, um, you know, choose the purest of those that you can get. So if you can buy sunflower oil, go um, rather than a blend, because you never know what what's in the combination of the blends. Yeah, so we're going to see a lot of people standing around in the oil aisle at the supermarket now, working through all the labels, and rightly so. I think this is essential, because if we're not going to watch, we're going to run into trouble. I think we we often forget the effect of our bodies long term, and I think this is true for a lot of the things we've spoken about in the past. For the year and now, it's okay, but we do this and let it compound over years. It's going to have an effect on our bodies, isn't it? Yeah, it will do. And, and also you think, okay, but it's just the oil. But then what are you cooking in the oil mm. and what else are you adding? You know, so it's all it's a combination of everything that we're eating, drinking and exposed to in the environment. So it's not just that one thing. Um, it, I think it's easy for us to isolate things and say, oh, but it's it's just a little bit of this. But as you know, as I said, it's not just a little bit of that. You, if you if you add everything up that you're doing in total, that's where the problem comes in. So I think it's a bit of a reassessment of where we're at and what we put in our bodies and how we prepare the food. Um, Thanks, Wendy, for shining a spotlight on this. If it's something you need to listen to again, if you've walked in halfway through and saying, I missed what you said in the beginning, don't worry. We'll make sure there's a podcast for you later on this morning on kpulpit.co.za. Click podcast, choose Get Up and Go Breakfast, and scroll down till you see Wendy's uh, channel and uh, the newest episode. It's always the one at the very, very top. Wendy, thanks for your time. Have yourself a really good Thursday and enjoy the sunshine. Thanks, Brad. You too. Have a great day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.